Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And if you want to call us, it's 80... <laughs> I'm reading Marsha's email as she's sending me. 877-474-3302 if you want to call us. Uh, if you want to email us, you can do that at Mark, M-A-R-C, and Marsha, M-A-R-S-H-A, at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Mark and Marsha or Marsha. Marsha Collier, M-A-R-S-H-A-C-O-L-L-I-E-R. Did I do all that? Did I get it all? You Everybody did it. You, congratulations. Thank congratulations. you. Congratulations. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. I'm, I'm, so I've, I've been playing with the Whistler thing, which you talked about, for those of you who do Whistle phone. A whistle phone. And um, it says that you can receive incoming calls, but I can't. I've tried two different phone lines to do it, and I went to their website for their tech support, and I found somebody that said exactly the same thing, uh, that they can't get it. So I'm going to Well, I've tweeted about it, so maybe we'll be hearing from Yeah, them. I'd be curious to see if somebody, what the issue is. Somebody says it has to be on while well, I have it on on my iPad, where the device has to be open to receive a phone call. So I don't know. We'll play with this uh, over the next couple of weeks and, and see how that works out. Uh, also, from time to time, I, I kind of like to talk to you about building a computer you know in the old days a lot of people used to build their own computers uh, they would take all the you know the component parts and they'd build it then computers got frankly so inexpensive well just cuz it was kind of fun it was fun yeah and it was kind of a mind bend because you know if something didn't work why isn't this working then you'd have to think about it yeah and you know you kind of had to know what you're doing my old co-host Mark Aliski used to build my computers for me all the time because he could build something for me that was far less expensive than what I could do by going out and buying you know whatever was available in those days at IBM or a Compaq or something. Uh, and then IBM. Computers, uh, well, I, you know, that was one of the first ones. So uh, they were big. They were about the size of your whole room. but uh, <laughs> And the hard drives were about, I don't know, $20 billion to get a, uh, you know, a 20 meg hard drive. But uh, these days, it, you know, it tends not to be as easy to or, or as uh, economical to do it because you can walk into a Best Buy store now and for 400 bucks, I have to say I bought my daughter a laptop recently at Best Buy. Beautiful little laptop and it was like $599 or something like that. So, you know, prices have gotten inexpensive. But if you're still adventurous, I have to tell you that Maximum PC put out uh, in their June, July issue, they tell you how to build the uh, perfect PC without spending a lot of money. So I want to give you some, uh, you know, a little bit of idea on here of how you can Build your own PC if you're adventurous. And then, of course, you have no one to blame but yourself if you really screw it up. But it is pretty inexpensive. You can build a reasonably decent PC for about, according to them, for about 640 bucks, 50 bucks. They bought it from, uh, all the parts are from Newegg, which is a site that uh, we like a lot. They, they have no, great No, we presents. love Newegg. Yeah, Newegg has some great sites. So basically, here are the components that you basically need. You're going to need a CPU cooler. One of the more important things, and you don't want to skimp on a cooler really because the cooler is what keeps it functioning well. You know, these, these machines where they're so high powered these days that they do tend to heat up frequently. So you really don't want to skimp on a, um, on a cooler and, you know, your power supply and make sure that those items are really high end. You know, you want a good sized, uh, power supply and the power supply is only, oh, runs about 35 bucks. So, you know, we're not, we're not talking about a lot of money for the different parts and you want to get the CPU cooler that, you know, the prices are very you know, inexpensive on these things and, and you know, spend a little bit more if you have to because cooling the device will be very, very important. Uh, you need a CPU obviously and uh, in their case they recommended the AMD Athlon 2. 
99 bucks. It's all cost for the $99 CPU. And again, this is not your high-end gaming machine, but it's $99 for that. Then you need a motherboard. Now, I've always liked, and they recommend Gigabyte motherboards. This is a very good motherboard. Uh, the motherboard is $57. You know, it's amazing, Marshall, when you think about these prices that I'm talking about. that used to be in the thousands of dollars for things. Uh, memory, uh, a Patriot 4-gigabyte DDR2 memory, $85 for 4-gigabyte. Then video card. Here's an area that, in fact, listen to our buy of the week later. Here's an area where you want to spend some money if you're going to build a PC, especially if you're going to want to use it as a gaming machine, because the video card is this thing that's going to generate the graphics on your screen, the clarity of what you see on there. Very, very important that you do that. So if you want to look, they recommend a uh, Sapphire Radeon HD card. It's $166. It is, frankly, the most expensive thing in building this computer, and it gives you a very high-end video card for not a lot of money uh, hard drives now here's where I, where I always have to last laugh rather a 500 gigabyte Barracuda hard drive and a 500 gigabyte mm, five six seven years ago was probably a thousand dollars somewhere in that facility yeah. uh, 55 dollars for the Seagate 500 gigabyte hard drive yeah. then you're going to need an optical drive uh, so the optical drive will run you 26 dollars they recommend a Samsung sh optical drive. Uh, the chassis or, you know, the, the case you're going to put this thing into, 19 bucks. <laughs> a Roswell, <laughs> uh, a Rosewell, rather, Rosewell, uh, R220 chassis, $19. Uh, and then the operating system, which is going to be a little bit more expensive than most of the other items. Uh, Windows 7 Home Premium OEM Edition, which is without all the bells and whistles, is $105. So you take all those component parts, you put them together, and you've got yourself a pretty screaming little machine for $647. And in you can check out the way to build it because they actually walk in. I'm not certainly not going to do that. But they actually walk you picture step-by-step step in here um, how to actually put the thing together. And they compared it actually to... To the speed of buying a computer that was one that you, you know, an HP Pavilion or one of the other machines that came out. And it was very, very favorable what you bought. Speed sometimes faster, sometimes slower, depending upon what the project was. But better than actually going into the store yourself and uh, buying one. And again, unfortunately, if something goes wrong, you only have yourself to blame. You don't walk back into the store and say, oops. I messed this up. But it's an interesting way to do it, and a lot of people enjoy As you said, Marsha, a lot of people enjoy doing that, and they enjoy building and putting their hands together. Well, you know, it. like I, I think I told you one time, I was tweaking my registry. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and I had fun. great fun doing it. Right. But you so, gotta, you know. Yeah, but you got to be really careful. And, and I've always said to people, if you, if you are not a uh, really computer savvy, do not mess with your registry. Because as you all know, if you mess with your registry, you can crash your computer and cause you all kinds of problems. So you, you think? Know, yeah. You think? Yeah. And, and <laughs> most of the new programs, the you know registry cleaning programs, work pretty well. They don't tend to give you a lot of problems and things. So um, you can usually use one of those programs with relative ease and not be too worried about really uh, screwing up your registry and doing that. So uh, that's it. Now I got a couple of things on apps. Did you want to you want me to talk about apps now, or you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, you talk about some apps. All uh, right. I, I got mine. Mine's a little long. I got Longer some stuff that. on uh, some of Facebook's new stuff that you need to 
work on. Okay, now many of these apps you will find available in multiple different formats. The one that I'm referring to is the iPad, iTouch, iPhone, because these are specifically made for that. But many of these interact with the Droid, which is my cell phone. I use the HTC Incredible, which I love, by the way. Um, and it can often be used on, Marcia, you have a Palm Pre. So a yes, lot I of do. these um, these apps are available, and many of them are for free. One of the apps that I found is one called Apps App Deals, A-P-P-D-E-A-L-S. And it's an app that it tells you about apps and what it does is a lot of the apps after they've been out for a while you know let's say they're five dollars or two dollars right when they've been out for a while they reduce the price well this searches the app store to find both the free and the paid sites that have been reduced in price for example, mm. I know nothing about this app. It's called LawPad. It's a, it's for, well, in this case, LawPad is an iP- yeah. iPad application that puts Australia's statute book at your fingertips. Now, I don't know that you care about Australia laws. If you're listening to us in Australia, maybe you do. This app came out. It was $41.99. Now they've searched it and found it for $13.99. So, if you go to this app site, it will tell you and give you a whole listing by genre, you know, games or business or education, and will reduce it down. And the free ones, which formerly were not free, show up there as well. So that's kind of a nice um, app to tell you what you want to buy and where to find them. And I always recommend that when you're getting these apps, one of the nice things about using the app stores in, in any of these devices, whether it be the Droid or the iPad or whatever, it tells you, it gives you reviews. And I think it's very, very important to read the reviews. And don't read. Oh yeah, that I went crazy when I was buying my camera. Right, and reading. Trying, yeah, reading review, review. The only problem is so many spammers put the word review in their website, and you go to the website, and it's nothing. But the press release on the product. Right, correct. You want to and try that's to, so annoying. Yeah, you know, you you really want to try to find one of these that tells you, you know, that's really a consumer doing it, not somebody that was put up by the company to spend ninety nine cents so they could give a review. Uh, also found a couple of other interesting sites. One is called Cool Hunting. Have you ever heard of this? No. Cool Hunting. It's one of the many. Um, uh, News and business and information sites. It's beautifully rendered. It's actually done by, you'll like this, Marsha, it's done by Cadillac. Cadillac yeah. is kind of the sponsor because I know you like Cadillacs. And it's it's a site that takes you to different sites itself, and it's kind of a newsy site. For example, I found a mini donut maker on here. That okay, just, excuse me? You know, it's not a sales site. It, it doesn't, you know, <laughs> it's not meant to buy things, uh, but it takes you to different sites that tell you, you know, stories and beautiful pictures and forms. And that's one of the, the great things about the iPad is that everything looks gorgeous on this thing. So no matter what site you go to, it's got a tweet, a free tweeting thing called TweetFlow, which yeah. gives you just kind of a mini site for you to be able to tweet. Um, ESPN. I'm a big fan of ESPN, so you can get all your scores. And one of the nice things that the iPad comes with, and I don't know if this has it on the iTouch and the uh, iPhone, probably does, is it gives you alerts. So, for example, if I program in there, I want to know what the Lakers score is. It will come up every so often and give me the score just on the screen itself. Um, and it it's really great to do because if, if I'm in the middle of doing something else, I get a little beep. And for example, and there's a financial site, Bloomberg, that I use. And if something comes up that's important news, it just pops up on the screen. Alert, you know, the stock market is, let's say, going up instead of saying going down. Uh, so that's some of the um, some of the apps. There's a, there's a number of really good things out here, and many of these, I have to tell you, are free apps. Uh, when we come back, well, which have, we love, right? Which we which we certainly love. <laughs> I have to tell you about one more app when we come back, which is Glee. I know, Marsha, you like Glee, right? 
the yeah, TV Glee's show? Yeah, Glee's good. Glee's good. My daughter's a Glee fanatic. Yeah, or they call them Gleeks. And I'll tell you about one more uh, app when we come back, and then uh, Marsha's got to Is that like singing. Trekkies? Yeah, a little bit like Trekkies, only these guys sing instead of shoot things. Okay, this is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. A connected world is coming. Are you the decision maker at home or in the office? Are you looking for products to automate everyday tasks? Are you a professional who needs to keep up on the latest technology? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions... Connected World Magazine is for you. Visit www.connectedworldmag.com to subscribe today. Connected World is the new go-to magazine for connected devices, and the launch issue will be available this July. Subscribe today and pay only $9.95 for a one-year subscription. Get connected now. Visit www.connectedworldmag.com and click on subscribe today. And follow us on Twitter at ConnectedWMag. Take your company to another level by combining the reach of your email list with the power of a custom video. Introducing eVideoPros.com. Personalized and professionally produced videos instantly stream to your emails list, informing them about that new product or service, sale, or event. Using customized video footage of your own voice, face, and company, eVideoPros.com will do it quickly, inexpensively, and conveniently. And what's more, live links surrounding your stream video email will connect your audience to your website for information to place an order and get instructions. And they can forward the same video email to their friends. So forget expensive direct mail or mass media advertising. You're at your keyboard, so type in evideopros.com now and request a sample to be quickly emailed. Make your mark using innovative video email from evideopros.com. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD Now V-Series solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com 
Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. And lots of stuff going on in the news, Marsha. Lots of things about uh, all the upcoming tablets. So what do you got? Oh, gosh. Upcoming tablets, it's crazy. It's absolutely... Remember I was all hot, hot, hot on the um, Dell Slate? Yeah. Remember the Dell Streak, excuse me. Okay, so that is supposedly coming out in June, and they haven't changed anything on it. Um, They're planning on coming it out with a 5-inch WVGA multi-touch touchscreen. It's only a 5-inch? That's what it says. It's a, it's a little small. tiny thing. Yeah. The display comes with a resolution of 800 by 480. Okay. So that's it, it, to me, this is sounding like a giant smartphone. Well, and, and if you look at the <laughs> iPad being the giant iPhone, that's a small, that's a medium. Exactly. You know. So they're going to, and the operating system is going to be Android 2.1. Okay, so it's an Android phone, basically. So yeah, or maybe Android. You know, who knows? It's got a five megapixel autofocus camera with an LED flash, and a front-facing VGA camera. Um, the processor is going to be a 1 gigahertz Snapdragon. <laughs> yeah, wait, well, the Snapdragon me. is the one that's on the... Um, uh, wait, Snapdragon? I think that's what I'm using on my Android phone. Yeah, I think Okay, it's there you go. Yeah. So it's yeah. all Android. Right. Um, connectivity will be Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, and it's 3G-enabled. GPS, 1.63 gigabytes of internal storage. And you can increase that with a micro SD card. And the Dell Streak 5 is supposedly coming out in June. But, you know, as hot as I was on that, you know, Dell kind of like did not exactly build the excitement for that thing. Yeah. Well, and I still <laughs> I mean, don't yeah. even understand size-wise what the point of that is. Unless it's, I mean, they're not, it sounds like they're not trying to compete with an iPad. They're trying to compete with, an, uh, with the iPhone. Uh, who knows? Uh, may, uh, maybe not the iPhone, but the iTouch. Yeah, m- kind m- of, kind well, of maybe. Of course, the, I, the <laughs> iTouch doesn't have a phone attached to it. I, you know, it, it's an odd. Okay, I mean, I guess we'll just have to wait to see what it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Um, BlackBerry is coming out with something. I mean, think about that, BlackBerry. That's kind of interesting. Did you uh, see anything on the BlackBerry on the Internet? That, well, uh, I saw the site. You, you directed me to a site to take a look at right. it. And, and that's another one I'm going, huh? I mean, Yeah, I, t- tell us about it. Well, the, the BlackBerry, ta- apparently, according to this article, the, you know, and BlackBerry has been talking about a tablet, but their tablet's an 8.9-inch BlackBerry tablet, but it's a mm-hmm. companion device, according to this. So you have to have a BlackBerry to use it, and I guess you have to have your BlackBerry, I don't know if you have to have your BlackBerry on the network that doesn't really tell you whether you do, but it means that you have to have a BlackBerry device to use the thing. So it's not like going out and being able to buy the iPad or the iPhone or the iTouch or, or the Droid for that matter and use it as a tablet. So I'm not quite sure what they're thinking. And then they were talking about apparently having the same device in monochrome. Well, who wants a monochrome device? <laughs> exactly. Unless, yeah, unless it's kidding? like a Kindle. Well, I mean, but then you can't watch movies. I mean, that was the problem with the Kindle originally. Right. You know, I mean, and that's how uh, people used to, oh, it's monochrome. So which gave iPad the initial hit? I mean, right. it could definitely, definitely come in. Yeah, I, you know, I have to say that as much as I have always been, you know, not a great fan of the way Apple handles a lot of things and, and what they do, when they come out with a winning device, it is brilliant. 
It is absolutely brilliant, and I don't know how all these tablets are going to make it. I mean, again, unless you're talking about a tablet computer that does things that the iPad does, and additionally does the computing and the point, you know, power. Well, you know, it's this, you know, it's what operating system you're going to like the best in the end. Right. Exactly. I mean, that, that's what's narrowing it down. Because if BlackBerry is going to use, um, uh, what, what, uh, Android? Well, oh, the BlackBerry no, Dell is their using own. Android. Right. BlackBerry, BlackBerry is using their own. their own. Right. So, I mean, then, remember, also I was talking about the HP Slate, mm-hmm. um, which supposedly they decided not to use Windows 7 because of how icky it was, <laughs> how much, well, how much power it burned, how heavy the thing right. was, and it's bad, bad, bad. But it wasn't killed, and now that they've acquired Palm, right. their, it's their new rebirth, it's now the HP Hurricane. Ah. And it's going to run the Palm Web OS. Okay. And I found some pictures of that on the web. And, hey, it's, you know, kind of like when you look at a an iPhone and then you look at an iPad, one is just a giant version of the other. Right, correct. Okay, so, and it seems that the web Palm Web OS on the pictures I've seen of the HP Hurricane, mm-hmm. same kind of thing, but what's interesting, again, about the Palm Web OS is that you can have multiple windows open. Right. Supposedly and coming on the iPad this summer, multitasking, supposedly. Right. Well, I mean, they... Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, and Flash, too. Yeah. yeah. No, Flash um, no, Flash is not coming. I know, exactly. But yeah. that's, you know... And supposedly it was supposed to have a camera. Yeah, uh, right. Okay. A camera, right. Yeah, it does not have um, a camera. Although there's a yeah. ways around that, too. No, exactly. But but the point is, um, if you look at any pictures on the web, of the Palm Web OS, mm-hmm. they use what is called cards rad, rather than windows. Mm-hmm. So each open program you have lo- kind of looks like a playing card on the screen. And you can bounce from one to the next, which is very kind of cool. And uh, they're planning a launch date of this in Q3, mm-hmm. which that's that's very fast. So I think what they're going to do... Uh, rumor has it they're going to ditch the Atom processor and go with an ARM processor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but, they, I mean, they've had the hardware set and ready to go. So, personally, I don't think changing the OS is a huge deal, you know, with people being shocked that it's going to be out in Q3. Right. I'm not so shocked. I mean, if you've got the hardware ready to go, and then you just make a couple of adaptations for the new OS... I don't see why it can't launch. I'm dying, you know, to see what it looks like. The pictures I've seen on the web are great, but, you know, nobody really knows what it's going to look like. Yeah, and, it, you know, it's kind of funny because as these things come out, you know, now let's say so it comes in the third quarter, so we're in May now, so you're talking about four more months of Yeah, Apple and you're having... talking about, and you're talking about what the Dell, I think I said in June. Right, June. So that'll be an Android pad in June, and then BlackBerry, I don't know when that's planning on coming out. Yeah, I mean, black. You know, they all have their their niche. But I mean, BlackBerry is a great business phone. It gives you the ability to use a lot of. I mean, it's a it's a great phone. Nonetheless, I used a BlackBerry for a long time, and I like it. But it was a you know it was more a business phone. Yeah, uh, and the BlackBerry is slated for December. For December. So I mean, look how much time in between there is from the launch of say the iPad until these other devices. You know, exactly. And, and by the way, you can't today. I have a friend that's looking to buy an iPad. Every day he calls Best Buy, 
They <laughs> don't have any. The Apple Store, you can pre-order them. They claim that you can get one in five to seven days through an Apple Store. But there mm-hmm. is still a shortage out there. Now, whether it's been created by our friend Stephen or it's legitimately, they're supposed to launch in Europe at the end of this month. And there was a big uproar mm-hmm. about it being delayed from the European launch to the U.S. launch. So, yeah, but you wonder, I mean, it has been out now, what, let's see, two months? Are we two months mm-hmm. into the iPad? Because the first one, the Wi-Fi came out. Uh, the 3G is selling as well, if not better, than the Wi-Fi at this point. You can still find a Wi-Fi here and there in a Best Buy store, but you can't find the 3G anyplace. So they've had this pre Time, you know, this, this couple of months ahead start where they've already sold a million devices. It makes you wonder how many of these devices are, are going to come out because, you know, remember Microsoft dumped their tablet, even though um, Bill Gates is a huge believer in tablets, and he ripped apart the um, iPad when it first came out saying, oh, this isn't what people want. You know, they want a computer. They don't want an entertainment device. But so far they've sold a million in, in less than two months. So it's going to be a very, very interesting to see where this goes. So, you know, basically what we're looking at is they are covering all the popular OSs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, they've all been taken now. That's it. You've got the Android for Dell. Right. WebOS on HP and BlackBerry. So I think that kind of cuts out, I hate to say it, <laughs> creepy Windows tablet. <laughs> Well, they, they, they canceled it, so it's not coming anytime soon. Well, no, that was originally with HP. Who's to say um, that they're not going to... Remember, Steve Ballmer showed off a right. Windows tablet right. at CES. Um, but who's heard anything about that since? Uh, not much. No, no, and, and not at all. And I, and I don't think that that's... You know, and let, let's be, face it. I mean, laptop, tablet computers have been around for a long time. Uh, not in the you know, configuration they are. They came out six, seven years ago, and I never really liked the, the, the tablet. You know, you could write, remember, you could write on the screen. It did uh, hand recognition in the days that they weren't as, uh, as, you know, as good as they are today. So, I don't know. I, you know, I just think it depends on what you're looking for. Yeah, Engadget had a thing about that, about, uh, the Windows 7 tablets. And it just, it doesn't move me. I'm looking at the pictures. It's, yeah, and this, you know, I pretty much think Windows is going to be dead in the water. I think Windows needs to stick with what they do best, and I've heard Office 2010 is a killer. Yeah, I've heard some very good things about it, too. Um, not that I plan on... Ch- you know, okay, can we take a minute here for me to just complain about something? Why not? Okay, I am so freaking sick and tired, and Microsoft, this is for you, of constantly be t- being told, oh, well, you didn't like Vista, then you have to use Windows 7. Uh-huh. Well, you know... I bought my computer to work with Vista. I don't want to buy another computer because I've ran the run the thing to see the compatibility. Mm-hmm. I'd have to lose some programs. I'd have to change some stuff. I don't want to do that. Why is it always the answer? Just buy something new. Yeah. I mean, is it the same thing that goes on with Mac? I don't think so. No, it tends not to be. They come out with one new product and, you know, they stick with that. Exactly. I mean, and it's just, you know, and that's the that's their answer. You know, uh, well, you didn't like just buy the new one, which, you know, doesn't always work with the hardware. I don't think they're really respecting their customers. Sorry, Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Sorry. now and I don't know. I hope uh, Bill is not angry at us, you know, Bill Gates, because. No, he- I've had these arguments. I, I talking to uh, the community man. I'm not even going to mention names and right. I'm just annoyed. All right. Well, well, well Marshall will be more annoyed when we come back. So okay. we'll be right back at you. <laughs> 
This is Marcia Collier along with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marcia Collier. The best kept secret on eBay is out, Genco Marketplace. For two decades, Genco has been the number one liquidator for the country's top retail chains. Genco sells $3.5 million worth of inventory every day at prices well below wholesale. Electronics, housewares, furniture, clothing, you name it. With Genco Marketplace, eBay sellers can find thousands of brand name returns and closeouts at deep discounts. And with Genco's easy online purchase process, you spend less time sourcing and more time selling and making money. Whether you want one item or a thousand, rely on Genco's expert staff to advise you and help take your business to the next level. Check out the incredible deals at GencoMarketplace.com. That's Genco, G-E-N-C-O, Marketplace.com. Your trusted source for quality surplus products. GencoMarketplace.com. You and Navy Mutual Aid Association. We've been through a lot together since 1879. In those days, they spoke a little more formally. But our mission statement remains the same. Our mission is to aid our members and their dependents or beneficiaries by providing with certainty and promptness a substantial sum for their relief. With insurance plans, it is near the actual net cost as possible. In other words, we offer low-cost, high-quality insurance so that your family will be taken care of. We do have a lot more choices now. Coverage is available to you and your family with no war or aviation clauses and no military or travel restrictions. Visit NavyMutual.org to obtain a quote, apply for the insurance, or fill out the forms. Or you can reach us at 800-628-6011 to speak with us in person. Navy Mutual, serving you since 1879. Are you frustrated by how little you understand about your computer or word processor? Or perhaps you just love to sell some of your very cool stuff on eBay? Do you think that reading a tech book would be just as hard? Enter the For Dummies series, famous for making great and easy-to-understand books on how to learn just about any subject in the universe. They have books like Laptops for Dummies, or Flipping Houses for Dummies, or even, you know, eBay for Dummies. The best thing about Dummies books is they're easy to read, easy to understand, and great fun. I've personally used many Dummies books, and everyone in the Dummies series is truly a learning adventure. What are you waiting for? Get off the couch. Run over to your computer and go to your favorite bookstore and get a For Dummies book today. Visit Dummies.com where you can find over a thousand topics to choose from. There's a Dummies book for you and every member of your family. Dummies books are brought to you by the great folks at Wiley Publishing. I know you're going to love them. 